1: Skinwalker Ranch in Utah has become known as a notorious site for paranormal activity. From apparitions and UAP sightings to cattle mutilations and bizarre anomalies that defy physics. Yet, one of the most disturbing aspects of the ranch is the idea that this activity might be somehow contagious. Because a significant amount of visitors to Skinwalker Ranch later report that when they go home, paranormal activity begins there. In the last episode, we focused on Jonathan Axelrod, a high ranking naval intelligence officer who, along with his family, went on record with a baffling claim that following his deployment to research the ranch, his family had seen mysterious orbs, discarnate shadow figures, and most shocking of all, bizarre dog like men or wolf creatures watching them from the backyard. Tonight we learn that these frightening incidents are decidedly not confined to one family. I'm Peter Laws, and tonight on Frightful we meet The Wolves That Follow You Home Skinwalker Ranch And The Hitchhiker Effect In the 2021 book, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon, the authors discuss a private dinner in Washington, D.C. It brought together a collection of covert investigative talent from the U.S. government, and the people at that dinner were in the process of researching UFOs and UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon. As the group discussed the paranormal over dinner, the subject got round, inevitably, to Skinwalker Ranch. Most of the dinner guests had already visited the ranch, but the next day the group had realized that two of the group had not visited the ranch yet. One was Luis Elizondo, who would become quite famous in the world of UAPs in the years to come. And the other was a woman called Juliette Witt. Witt is an analyst for the Pentagon and a target sensor specialist. She's a veteran of multiple tours of Russia and Afghanistan. Witt was keen to see the ranch for herself, and so, three weeks later, she packed up a bunch of high-tech monitoring equipment and flew out to Utah on Robert Bigelow's private jet. Bigelow owned the ranch at the time. And then she finally stepped foot on the notorious Utah ranch. Her plan was to walk the perimeter of the property, measuring the area with her specialist equipment. Remember, she was an expert in senses. And she had decided to walk the ranch both in daytime and night. And so after a meal, Wit walked the ranch in the bright lights of day, with two dogs as well as Colm Kelleher walking with her. The author and biochemist was briefing her on the weird occurrences that have happened there. At one point, they came across a scattering of dead animal carcasses, but it was possible they had been killed naturally, so... As unsettling as it was, they moved on. They finished their walk and several hours passed and the sun gradually sank across the mesa. And then, Witt, Kelleher and also Robert Bigelow went out for their night walk. The time was between 10 and 11pm. They walked towards Homestead 2, which is a collection of old shacks and buildings where anomalies are repeatedly reported and the ranch was lit with moonlight that night as they walked. And then, when they reached a small pasture near Homestead 2, they decided to set out three folding chairs and sat in them back to back so they might get a full 360-degree view. And they waited in the darkness for something to happen. Everything seemed fine for a while. They sat watching the ranch around them and the dogs padded peacefully nearby. But then... Kelleher noticed that Wit was becoming agitated. He could hear her breath become quick and unsettled. This was surprising since she had so much experience on multiple dangerous tours. But like Axelrod from the last episode, she felt a deep sense of unease. After an hour of waiting like this, Kelleher and Bigelow stood up saying they would head off to explore the perimeter. But Wit was not happy. She did not want to be left alone on this ranch, and so she joined them as they walked. And then, something very strange happened indeed. The sounds of the night stopped. It was as if someone had muted the world. And then, they saw it. A strange creature. Not a wolf-like creature, but rather, some sort of pig with spines on its back and a bizarre tail. And it shuffled past them and then headed off. Perplexed, they chased after it, but this thing was gone. Shaken and confused, they headed back to HQ and settled down to sleep. The next morning, Kelleher discovered that Juliet Witt had requested that a security officer sleep on a couch outside her room all through that night. This highly experienced woman just felt too vulnerable there. And she also insisted that her bedroom door be left wide open and that the lights of the living room were fully on. They left the ranch the next day and now that Witt was away from the ranch, she was back to her usual enthusiastic self. And she admitted to Kelleher that She had taken some heather and sage from the ranch because she liked those things, and she wanted to keep them as a memento for her albeit strange experience there. She probably thought that was the end of her ranch moment. She was wrong. A few weeks later, she reported that frightening activity had begun in her quiet townhouse in Virginia. Her roommate, for example, woke up in the middle of the night screaming He said that he could see a figure leering over him in bed, just like the Axelrod family had reported. But when she rushed in and turned on the lights, there was nobody there. She also started to experience strange poltergeist activity, like loud banging coming from the kitchen and heavy footsteps pounding up the stairs. Again, this is the same activity that the Axelrods experienced, who also lived in Virginia. Her roommate was petrified by this sudden flurry of supernatural events. And so when Witt called Kelleher, she wanted to report some of the most strangest incidents. For example, she had been slowly backing out of her driveway. When a gigantic bird swooped down and attacked the car. It was something like an owl but she said this was bigger than any owl she had ever seen or known and she was eager to point out that she had never seen a bird act so aggressively as that one had that day the bird was ferocious and it left scrapes and gouges in the metal and paintwork of her car reminiscent of the heavy claw marks the wolf-like creatures left on the trees at the axelrod residence At the time she told Kelleher this, Witt had no idea that there are other UAP and UFO cases that seem to feature owls. As time went on, the poltergeist activity increased in Witt's home, and it was getting more and more frightening. On one night, Witt and her roommate were sitting in the living room when two bottles of wine suddenly flew off the wine rack and were thrown across the room, smashing loudly against the opposite wall. This was too much for Witt's roommate and he moved out after that. The activity gradually decreased but slowly. She was still seeing black shadowy figures in her bedroom and she insisted that none of this had happened in her house before she went to the ranch. And this poltergeist was active for several years after her visit to Utah. The hitchhiker effect seems to occur even after simply sharing the story of the ranch with others. For example, on February 7th, 2011, James Lekatsky went to an extraordinary meeting at the Department of Homeland Security in Washington, D.C. Lekatsky is a senior analyst for the Defense Intelligence Agency in the U.S. And he was there that day to give a one-hour briefing to two top government officials on the paranormal effects of Skinwalker Ranch. The officials were Jim Bell and Sasha Mover. He told them about the ORSAP program, researching the effects of UFOs on human beings, and their work at Skinwalker Ranch. And both Bell and Mover were astonished with what he was telling them, and they were intrigued enough to allow this meeting to go over the set hour. Indeed, this meeting went on for three and a half hours into the evening. And Lekatsky just went for it, telling them of all the many strange paranormal experiences that had been logged under the ORSAP program. UAPs, poltergeists, strange creatures, he let it all out. And once that meeting was done, these two officials were shell-shocked. And apparently, they both had a few sleepless nights after. But what's really weird is that something strange happened within a few hours of that meeting, but not to Lakatsky or Bell or Mover, but to other people in separate locations. The first happened 60 miles away in Virginia, in the home of the Axelrod family. Remember the ones that we talked about in the last episode. Axelrod was one of the original members of that national defense team who visited the ranch. Axelrod had two teenage sons, both of which who had experienced seeing weird things in the house, including seeing, in broad daylight, a wolf-like creature in the backyard. But on that night, February the 7th, they had just gone to bed... One of them, Paul, the youngest one, struggled to sleep. The next morning, on February the 8th, Paul's mother, Ruth, went in to wake him up. But it was a challenge because he was so exhausted and irritable from the night before. And when she asked him what the problem was, he simply said, They kept me up all night. When he eventually fully woke, Ruth was worried. You see, he lifted his head from the pillow and his cheeks had these strange red welts on them. And he had similar red bruises on his body and torso as if he had been beaten or hit. Ruth called the rest of the family in because she was so worried about the state of Paul. And over the next two weeks, Paul was interviewed over the phone about his experience. And he also had face-to-face meetings with a physician. And Paul explained that he had fallen asleep quickly that night. The night of the intense government meeting in Washington. But Paul had woken up to the sight of bright lights flying around his room and he saw a pair of blue orbs moving towards him casting light as they drifted near and they touched him and then he saw two red orbs too but these kept diving at him and Paul was scared and hid under the covers especially when he saw two black shadowy figures in that room all through the night and listen to this chilling detail he said These two black figures in his room were screaming, as if they were in great pain or being tortured. But he only heard the screaming in his head. Paul is partially deaf, by the way. Then Paul started feeling pain where the orbs had touched him. You might wonder why Paul didn't call for help from his family. He had done that before when weird lights were in his room and his mum had come in to help. Well, they asked him that exact question, why didn't you call for help? And he said, I did. But this time, the noise simply wouldn't come out of my mouth. Now, you might call this a case of sleep paralysis or a nightmare. Perhaps. But how does a nightmare cause clear and visible bruises and contusions all over the body? The experience left Paul exhausted, nauseous, feverish the next day. So they kept him off school. But this isn't the only thing that happened on that February 7th night The night of that high-level government meeting Because at almost the same time Something strange was happening back at Skinwalker Ranch It occurred at Homestead 2 Which seems to be a magnet for paranormal activity I had a terrible diet growing up, packed with cheap and nasty processed foods, and I can remember the look of horror on my wife's face when she first saw me cooking a meal, which was opening four hamburgers in a can and slopping it out on a plate to throw in a microwave and stuff between two slices of bread. Mm. Since then, I have really changed my ways and become much healthier and happier as a result. And that's why HelloFresh is so great. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. No wonder it's America's number one meal kit. I love how easy and clear the recipes are, with foolproof instructions to make very high-quality meals packed with protein and vegetables. Plus, there's a bunch of crowd-pleasers too, like breakfast bar with caramelized onion, snack boards with pretzel bites and hot honey peach jam. Mm. And you can customise everything. So if you're ready to ditch the super processed canned hamburgers that do very little to impress a prospective wife, then go to HelloFresh.com slash Fright16 and use code Fright16 for 16 meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Fright16 and use code Fright16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Even if your first ever job was a security guard on Skinwalker Ranch. Apart from the mysterious lights in the sky and the creepy wolfman, you would still want to develop good money habits with that very first paycheck. Well, you can do just that by signing up to Chime. Just link a qualifying direct deposit and you'll get benefits like getting paid two days early and an overdraft for $200 with no fees. Plus, when you're with Chime, there's no fees and no minimum balance. You don't even need a deposit to become a member. So sign up to Chime Checking Account today to link your paycheck. It only takes two minutes and it doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com forward slash frightful. That's chime.com forward slash frightful. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bank Corp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A., members FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Spot Me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com forward slash SpotMe. On February the 7th and the day before, the dogs on the ranch had been acting strangely. They seemed to be frightened by something. So scared, in fact, that they were staying inside their kennels outside. This, This was not like them. Two of the guards on the ranch said they had a feeling of foreboding, that something bad was about to happen. But they still had to carry out their patrol that night, so they took the reluctant dogs and walked the ranch. This was on the evening of the 7th, the same time that the teenager Paul had gone to bed and the same time that James Lekatsky was wrapping up his meeting, sharing all of that supernatural data with the Department of Homeland Security. It was cold and cloudy on the ranch that night, with a crunch of snow underfoot, and one of the guards, Idio Horst, approached Homestead 2, the scattering of old shacks. And as he checked inside one of the buildings, he had a deep and dreadful sense of presence. He set the torch on the side, but he switched it off. He couldn't see anything in the dark, unlit room But he was convinced he was not alone So he tried something He spoke out into the darkness, saying Show yourself Within ten seconds, the flashlight lying on a shelf nearby Flicked on And then off again Without anybody touching it But the beam was tracked onto the guard So the light temporarily blinded him He took a breath and said again Show yourself The flashlight did the same thing again Switching on and then off The guard was astonished and frightened Trying to figure out what might be trying to communicate with him But when the menacing atmosphere in that room got too much He grabbed the flashlight and he scrambled out of the building He made it back to Ranch HQ and managed to calm down Though he had a terrible headache and felt exhausted He shared what had happened with a colleague and then he went to bed hoping to sleep his headache off but just like Paul in Virginia he had a restless fitful night plagued with nightmares and in those dreams he was back at homestead too. When he woke up the next morning on February the 8th he felt shattered like he had been beaten up and he felt traumatized by the whole experience. Up to that point, this was the most significant example of a ranch security guard having some sort of communication with a presence on the ranch. But when they set it against what happened to Paul, they wondered, could these two strange experiences have anything to do with the meeting that Latatsky had at the Department of Homeland Security? Or in other words, is the hitchhiker effect more expansive and stranger than we thought? I simply do not have enough time to thoroughly explore all of the many people who claim to have experienced the hitchhiker effect at Skinwalker Ranch, but here's a quick rundown of others. For example, the man who set up the NIDS research project there and owned Skinwalker Ranch for a while, Robert Bigelow, said that after visiting the ranch he would see strange anomalies in his own home. In fact, Bigelow partly blamed the hitchhiker effect for why he eventually sold the ranch in 2016. In 2021, he said this in an interview with George Knapp I was very disturbed toward the end because of something that happened to some of the government people. Everybody took things home with them. I took things to my house. Things happened to my wife and to me. Everybody took things home. But we didn't know it was like going to be kind of permanent. We didn't know that this was going to stay with you for maybe years and years or the rest of your life. And it's not that it happened on the ranch it was when they left the ranch and these are government people and it affected them in very dramatic ways very dramatic ways the astrophysicist dr travis taylor is currently one of the core members of the research team on the ranch and he claims that bigelow even blamed the death of his wife on the ranch she died of myelodysplastic syndrome leukemia in 2020 The hitchhiker effect also happened to the investigative journalist George Knapp, who co-wrote the acclaimed book Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. Knapp visited the ranch several times, including a few overnight stays, and he said that after this, his wife experienced multiple apparitions in their Las Vegas home. They also saw strange blue orbs floating at the window. Or can you remember Jim Costigan? He had been on the ranch with Jonathan Axelrod and David Wilson in July 2009, When they had experienced that bizarre cold spot and a feeling of dread Costigan also, if you recall Was the one who specifically saw a disturbing black oval shape on the track in front of him While viewing the ranch through night vision goggles He left the ranch and returned to his family home in Maryland And later, his wife said she saw a blue orb floating through their house And had touched her arm This was in September 2009 Straight after she was grazed by this orb, she fell ill and was soon diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Basically, her immune system began to attack her thyroid gland. Biochemistry expert and author Colm Kelleher and the journalist George Knapp interviewed 10 of the security personnel who worked on the ranch. Some did so for as brief as a two-week stint but every one of those 10 interviewees confirmed that after coming home from Skinwalker Ranch, they had experienced poltergeist activity in their home. Again, Dr. Travis Taylor, the member of the current research team at Skinwalker Ranch, admitted that he had colleagues now who were setting up measuring equipment in their own homes as well as the ranch to try and log and understand the bizarre activity. He said that the hitchhiker effect was getting so frequent at Skinwalker Ranch that some were getting superstitious about it and preferred not to discuss it, as if discussing it might bring it on to their own home. So, what is happening both on and off Skinwalker Ranch? Well, in April 2022, one of the Skinwalker Ranch research team, Dr. Jim Sagala, said this. Over the past five years, it has been our experience that when people interact with the phenomena and do not treat the phenomena with respect, that's when we see a higher rate of the hitchhiker syndrome. Symptoms experienced by people range from acute neurological injuries to chronic blood disease. Those who have told us that they have brought home a souvenir often have some type of illness as well as family members. The data again comes from years of tracking and collecting data from those who have come forward. It's also important to know that the Hitchhiker Effect is not unique to Skinwalker Ranch. The OSAP team found that similar effects happened in certain UFO sightings that have nothing to do with this ranch. Here, people would encounter some phenomenon, and then it would carry on in their homes afterwards. The author Darren Ritson wrote about this, and describes it as the contagion effect connected to poltergeists. He helped investigate a shocking poltergeist case in South Shield in the UK in 2006, and he said that he and his co-researcher Michael Halliwell also experienced, quote, Windows opening and shutting repeatedly, appearances of anomalous black shapes, sounds of footsteps in the loft, banging and thumping noises in the bedrooms, people being pushed violently from behind, discarnate voices, objects being moved around. He likened poltergeists to a communicable disease, and the effects he describes tie in well with what we've seen at Skinwalker Ranch. Quite How paranormal activity can work like an infection moving from person to person is a wild concept to get one's head around. Some, like Colm Kelleher, suggest it might have something to do with human consciousness. Perhaps that when somebody encounters the paranormal, it opens and affects their awareness of the world around them. As if they are suddenly able to see into a previously unseen realm. Like when a radio dials to a certain frequency and can pick up the invisible signals that were always there all along, just not received. Does the Hitchhiker Effect mean ghosts follow us home, or is it more likely that people who experience the paranormal receive an ability to perceive what was in their home all along? Who knows exactly what is happening with the Hitchhiker Effect and Skinwalker Ranch, but it continues to intrigue researchers and appears to have a real-world effect on people. Including, quite possibly, myself. Let me explain as we come to a close. I mentioned earlier that I recently joined the Skinwalker Ranch Insider Program, where I get access to the records, the research team, and also 24-7 webcams of the ranch. When I first joined, I was playing the live cams a lot, sometimes just in the background while I was writing or working. I would even fall asleep with the cams rolling by my bedside on my Amazon Echo show, simply because I quite like the ambient noise the ranch makes, and I've got tinnitus, a ringing in my ear, so I find ambient noise to be quite helpful for that. Anyway, I made a video about these cams, and the ranch owner, Brandon Fugel, shared my video via Twitter. All good. But then... I noticed two odd things I noticed that something was going really weird with our Wi-Fi We have a 5G and a 2.4G network in our house But after watching these Skinwalker Ranch Cams The 2.4G network stopped working I couldn't figure out why So I called my provider who spoke on the phone for an hour Troubleshooting He was baffled And he wound up sending us a brand new, much faster router I thought that was solvent but when I plugged that in, it was even worse. The Wi-Fi even on the 5G network was slow and sluggish, despite the signal being clearly strong. And the speed tests I was doing were impressive, but in real world terms, it was slow. I spent another hour on the phone to the provider and he told me this. He said, I gotta be honest, I've never seen a tech issue like this before. I am confused by this. I was getting annoyed with this lack of Wi-Fi, but around that time I was reading the book Skinwalkers at the Pentagon, which we've been discussing in these episodes. And I don't want to make too much of a big deal about this, but I kept noticing things out of the corner of my eye during this time. I'd Just turn and think, oh, there's somebody there, and I'd look and there wasn't. And this happened quite a bit. I don't know, maybe I was imagining things, but it was noticeable. So I decided to try something, and it felt a bit silly to do it. But I said, stop watching the Skinwalker Ranch cam feed. I did. And guess what? The 5G and 2G network came back online fine. And it's been working fine ever since. But today is the second part of the test. After a week or so of decent internet, I fired up the Skinwalker Ranch cams again this morning. And I'll keep them playing. To see what happens. What happened with my Wi Fi is, in all probability, a pure coincidence, and thankfully I haven't really seen any proper strange figures or lights, certainly no dogmen standing in my back garden. But if the hitchhiker effect is real, and if my Wi Fi issues are linked to that mysterious ranch, who's to say that the contagion might not seep out from the ranch to me and then? are you, listening to this podcast, recorded and edited and uploaded on the very computer on which I watch those cams on. So, stay vigilant. If you see anything, get in touch. But until then, I'm Peter Laws, and you've been listening to Fre- Oh